the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody, another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970 The Answer. And yes, we're going to spotlight a Queensryche and their uh, Operation Mindcrime album because, for those of you who don't know, back on May 3rd of 1988, this epic album was released. Probably my favorite Queensryche album of the entire catalog. I have listened to this album beginning to end more times than I care to admit. It is a wonderful story. Oh, I shouldn't say wonderful, but it's a great. Um, uh, concept album that has a story from beginning to end, um, and I'm not going to spoil the the ending for you. You have to listen to it in its entirety. It is uh, the a masterpiece of work from uh, Queensrÿche, kind of in the in the same realm of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon uh, and other great album rock albums uh, in the last thirty or forty years. It is tremendous. They released they re released a, a version of it. Uh, back in 2003 with some bonus tracks and things of that nature. Um, I, I got to see them perform this in its entirety um, probably f- close to 15 years ago, 15, 16 years ago. They did both Operation Mindcrime and the sequel to Operation Mindcrime, Operation Mindcrime 2, uh, in its entirety in Times Square, and that was an amazing, amazing show. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, Ronnie James Dio had a role in that album, as, in the second album as well. I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we have got lots of beers news to get to. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com, iTunes, Google Play. We are Alexa ready as well. We're also on Radio.com. And don't forget the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com and you can listen to my podcast uh, Monday mornings before 6 a.m. We post the version that you hear on Sunday night, it will be back up uh, on Monday morning over on the Hopped Up Network. Um, but coming up in 20 minutes, Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster for Founders, is going to join me. There is a new version of Mas Agave that is out just in time for just shortly past Cinco de Mayo. And we'll discuss that along with how this Michigan-based brewer is dealing uh, with the ramifications of the pandemic. The fact that they're closed, they have, they're, you know, they're only doing takeout uh, to go sales only, and it just so happens uh, the good folks from Gregory and Vine sent me a bottle each of Masagave and the new Masagave. Uh, let's call it a variant, but we'll let Jeremy discuss that coming up uh, in about twenty minutes from now. There's cocktails that can be made from this uh, this particular beer and uh, lots of other good stuff. So let's dive right into it. We're going to stay local for a minute. Uh, new Jersey, hard hit by COVID nineteen. 
And, um, you know, they're trying to get back to a new normal. Governor Murphy earlier in the week extended the state of emergency for another 30 days. So at minimum, it'll, it won't be until, June, until early June, mid-June, before things really get going. And so the state legislature is trying to put together some bills that will help not only the beer industry, not only the spirits industry uh, in New Jersey, but also the restaurant industry as well. So right now, craft, uh, craft brewers in, in the state of New Jersey are allowed to deliver beer. And guys have been setting limits, you know, $40 minimum, $50 minimum, whatever. But a lot of them will drive all over the state of New Jersey. Icarus just opened up their program to a lot of the state of New Jersey, which is huge. I mean, they're talking about delivering Saturdays in my town. That's dangerous if you're going to deliver beer to me on a Saturday. But I'm, I'm just saying this is a great thing that a lot of these brewers are doing and it's helping them because... You know, let's face it, the majority of them have to rely on taproom sales in order to uh, in order to make profit. So uh, two bills that have been introduced, one in the assembly would allow alcohol to be taken out from restaurants. Right now, uh, brew pubs that have uh, beers on tap can, you know, put them in a growler uh, and sell them to you. But they're not allowed to really sell mixed drinks. They can sell you the ingredients to the mixed drinks, but they can't actually sell you a mixed drink. They can't sell you a mojito, but they can put together a kit that can make a mojito or make a sangria. So this bill, which was sponsored by Assemblyman John Berzelli uh, down in Gloucester, uh, he chairs the committee. Um, basically, what, is it, what it says is it would permit any business with a retail consumption license or distillery to sell mixed drinks and pint containers and other alcoholic beverages and containers of any size for takeout or delivery with that permission extended for six months after the end of the current required closure of these businesses. Permission is needed because the state does have strict laws about who can sell alcohol and how it's sold. Um, now, this would only be allowed for six months. Senator Vin Gopal uh, came out with a bill that would make this permanent. Uh, it would allow alcoholic beverage manufacturers to sell their products via takeout and delivery. The bill would also let restaurants and bars to sell cocktails and other mixed drinks via takeout, though such drinks would be limited to sealed containers no larger than two cups. So you can't sit and order 15 drinks for somebody. But if you and your girlfriend or you and your wife, whatever, want to get a drink with your dinner, because let's face it, when restaurants reopen, it's not going to go back to business as normal. You may have 50% of people in your place. They may even reduce it down to 25%. So these restaurants are going to have to try and survive on this, right? So by doing this, by allowing this, this gives you the option of still going to your favorite restaurant and being able to get a drink to go with it that goes with your meal. So as Gopal said in, in a statement, he said, restaurants and our hospitality businesses have been uniquely impacted by the COVID-19 public health crisis, and we need to do all we can to help this vital industry stay afloat. With dining rooms and bars closed across our state, it makes no sense to ban restaurants and craft beverage manufacturers from offering alcoholic beverages for takeout and delivery, especially when liquor stores are already empowered to do the same. Remember, liquor stores are open in the state of New Jersey. Uh, allowing such businesses to continue selling their products during a near total business shutdown would provide them with much-needed revenue amid the crisis. Um, he made a separate call to aid the restaurant industry on Wednesday, and he said, you know, here's the reality. At 25% capacity, these restaurants will be nowhere close to breaking even, but with added outdoor space, they'll have more room for customers while practicing proper social distancing. If we want these small businesses to stay afloat, governments need to do everything they can to support restaurants, their employees, and their customers when they reopen. Finally, a guy in the state of New Jersey, I shouldn't say one guy, 
There are a few that, that get it. This guy gets it, and he has been trying to help out the beer industry and the spirits industry and, indeed, the restaurant industry while this is all going on. I This is something that the craft brewers in New Jersey and the restaurants in New Jersey should get behind. They should get they should do whatever they can to get this bill passed and move on. And I like the fact that Senator Gopal's bill is permanent. Um, I think uh, in the new normal, uh, I think we're going to have issues uh, with with breweries of the amount of people they're going to be allowed to have in. You have to continue this takeout and delivery service. This is another avenue for them to continue to make money uh, within the state. It has been done on the up and up and proper uh, through most of the last seven weeks. Uh, the Brewers Association has worked you know, with the NJABC. This is something that has to happen and has to become permanent. Uh, if, if it doesn't, if they go back to the same old ways, uh, it's going to be a big problem because you're going to see a lot more breweries uh, that are going to be uh, you know, financially strapped, and they're going to end up shutting down, which is not good. I want to give a shout-out to the guys from Florida Beer Blog, uh, Dave and uh, Steve. Thanks for having me on earlier this week. Uh, it was a lot of fun uh, doing a little um, uh, video conference uh, for about 45 minutes and uh, chatting beer with myself and Evan from Pints and Provisions. We're all available on the Hopped Up Network, and uh, it was great to chat with these guys and uh, enjoy a beer uh, with them, even though it was done uh, virtually. Let's dive into some more news before we take a break here. Uh, the Sunday River uh, Brewing Mini Revolution up in Maine didn't last long. So apparently this Maine brew pub owner uh, defied the reopening plan of Governor Janet Mills that was laid out last week that ordered restaurants to remain shut for on-premise dining until June. So Rick Savage, the owner of Sunday River Brewing in Bethel, Maine, opened his brew pub at around noon on Friday, May 1st. He drew a large crowd and defied Mills' March 18th executive order banning gatherings of more than 10 people. Four hours later, he told re- reporters that state government representatives had come to the brew pub to revoke his health and liquor licenses. Now, he felt that it was ridiculous. He had gone on to Tucker Carlson on Fox News on Thursday, April 30th, and said he was opening no matter what and decided to open the next day. Uh, He feels that he's losing a lot of business. Uh, He said, if you don't like it, take me to court. Um, You know, his licenses were revoked the next day. He continued his bluster. He told reporters gathered outside the brew pub he planned to stay open regardless. He said, I'm staying open. I'm defying the order with no licenses, and they'll find me every day. And then before 8 o'clock on May 1st, he posted to his Facebook page, they'll be closed until further notice. So, um, you know, here's a guy who tried to buck uh, a government order, and unfortunately, uh, it didn't happen. Uh, so, you know, look, it, it stinks. I get it. We need to stay home, though, folks. We need to follow the rules right now. I don't like it. I don't like this order being extended another 30 days. But, you know, the the more that we resist like this, I think that we're going to run into even bigger problems. Um, you know... You have to make do with what you have right now. Figure out a way to keep your business going, even amidst this pandemic. And a lot of craft brewers uh, across New York and New Jersey are doing that. Don't rock the boat because you want to be, you know, the brave guy. It's dumb. At least in my opinion, I think it's dumb. Finally, before we take a break, after more than 30 years in business, Pyramid Brewing uh, Company's parent company, Fiveco USA, announced uh, last week it permanently closed the Pyramid Ale House in Seattle, Washington. The company notified staff Thursday, April 30th. Uh, offered severance pay to help with the transition. Uh, This holds a special uh, thing for me because Pyramid Ale, the ale house in Seattle, was directly across the street from Safeco Field. And when I went out to visit my buddy in Seattle uh, all those years ago, it was the last year the Kingdom was open. Safeco Field was being built and Pyramid Ale House was there. The place had been there for, for forever, over 30 years ago, right? Great tour, great food. 
Uh, it was on a Sunday. We must have spent an hour and a half in the brewery learning about uh, you know the beer and how, how beer is brewed and et cetera, et cetera. And we were drinking full pints of beer. The guy who gave us the tour was phenomenal. It was just a lot of fun. And now they have shut it because obviously they were losing money. Uh, but not only that, um, the pandemic obviously affected them as well and they had to shut down. It was the perfect place to go before going to a Mariners game. And then with Safeco right across the street, how could you beat it? Shame to see it go. Uh, definitely will have memories of that place. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news from all over the beer world. Cape May Brewing's got a beer out. A couple of other places we got some news and notes to get to. We will be back right after this on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder believes there are trade-offs. The idea that people accept the idea of a trade-offs. Obviously, if everybody went back to work, there would be an increase in the number of people exposed to coronavirus, the number of people who couldn't die. Just as people are going to suffer because of the shutdown. It's not government's job to compel people. It's what people do in their daily lives that will flatten the curve, not orders. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Dan Proft at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. You're listening to Al Gutulo's Craft Beer Cast, sponsored in part by Source Farmhouse Brewery. Get your handcrafted beer from none other than The Source. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer, doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app, just search AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. This is Sebastian Gorka. Every week, the Salem Radio Network is proud as to produce the SRN Coronavirus Special Report, featuring all Salem talk show hosts as we give you the latest in this ongoing and breaking story. It's brought to you by Balance of Nature. The best defense against virus is your own immune system. Join me along with fellow Salem hosts Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and Larry Elder for this ongoing special report Wednesday at 7 p.m. here on AM and 9 70 the answer investment advisory services offered through sound income strategies llc an sec registered investment advisory firm have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see if you were caught in the recent correction you know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating we're the retirement income store and our message is clear it's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes hoping for growth and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the retirement income store can help during these uncertain times 888-888-4176 we'll send you our retirement income kit with five educational tools including david scranton's best-selling book and a no obligation call with an income Specialist 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com.
of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is we continue with the playing of Operation Mind Prime. This is Breaking the Silence. This album was released earlier in the week, almost, uh, wow, 30-something years ago. The great uh, singing of Jeff Tate, who was uh, kicked out of the band uh, a number of years ago. My God, is it almost 12 12, 13 years ago that he was kicked out of the band. In fact, it was about a month before we were supposed to see them with the Scorpions at PNC Bank Art Center. And the way things are going with the pandemic, I don't think you're going to see a concert being played probably until next year. I hope not, but I, I the prospects don't look good. Anyway, Operation Mindcrime from Queensryche, one of my favorite heavy metal albums, uh, came out uh, first week of May back in 1988. I was uh, an 18-year-old senior in high school about a month from graduation, and uh, this is an album that uh, profoundly changed me. It's just an amazing album. In fact, an album where they were investigated by the federal government for subversive tendencies. If you listen to the album, it's a concept album, a story uh, of... Um, uh, basically, a homeless guy brainwashed, and uh, uh, did he kill Mary? Did he not kill Mary in the uh, in the album? And you learn uh, through the course of it uh, what happens. There's a whole story behind it. Uh, an amazing album, but they were investigated by the federal government for uh, for possible subversive, uh, you know, uh, just you know, again with all the conspiracy theories that are out there, especially even about the pandemic, which I don't believe, by the way, science is going to cure this disease. I don't think there's anything to do with a conspiracy, but, uh, you know, do your research, people. Don't always rely on one YouTube video or one Google article. You know, do the, do that research because it's important that you look at a story from all angles and not just one. You know, it's very important. Anyway, uh, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, uh, email, there's iTunes and Google Play. Uh, Alexa Ready, we're also on Radio.com and the Hopped Up Network as well. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes, Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster of, for Founders, will join me. There's a new version of Masagave that is out. We'll discuss that along with how this Michigan-based brewery is dealing with the pandemic. They also have another release coming in July that just before I started the interview earlier this week, I got the press release, so we talked to Jeremy about that as well. Uh, but that this interview is coming up just in about 10 minutes uh, from now. Funky Buddha... Uh, it says you can't if you can't go to the brewery, bring the brewery home. Funky Buddha and Crafter Brew have packaged up the brewery experience to go for beer lovers who are stuck inside. Quarantine craft beer drinkers can now brew Funky Buddha Brewery's newest core beer, Chant IPA, at home with an all-in-one beer-making kit. Each Chant IPA homebrew kit includes detailed instructions, reusable equipment, citra and mosaic hops, specialty malts, yeast, and other ingredients to brew and ferment one or five gallons of the tropical IPA at home. It's Funky Buddha's uh, Brewery's Chant IPA where the store-bought or homebrewed clocks in at just 99 calories and enjoy Drinkable 4.2% ABV, though it doesn't sacrifice a drop of flavor. Every crisp, refreshing sip delivers major mango, peach, and citrus hop character, according to the press release. So um, the 12-ounce cans of six packs of Chen IPA available throughout Florida, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. But if you want to brew your own, 
You can do this through Funky, Bo- uh, Funky Buddha and Craft a Brew. A one-gallon beer-making kits are available on craftabrew.com for $48. One- and five-gallon recipe kits, which only include ingredients, are available for homebrewers who already have their own equipment. Just go to craftabrew.com for more information. This is great, and which would remind me to tell you that if you are a homebrewer and you're located in New Jersey or maybe Staten Island or somewhere in the local New York City, uh, Pennsylvania area, uh, we are doing a contest with Source Brewing. Uh, Source is putting out some fantastic beers. You definitely want to check it out. And, of course, portions of this program are brought to you by Source Brewing. A drink from the Source at the Source in Colts Neck, New Jersey, located right off of Route 34, right next to Delicious Orchards in Colts Neck, New Jersey. So we're doing this contest. Just go to am970theanswer.com. Uh, get your entry in by May 31st. You have to have the beer delivered to Source Brewing by July 4th. And myself and uh, Phil and Greg and Jeremy from Source Brewing, we will judge your beers Every week, uh, we're going to judge a couple of different ones. We're doing a whole kind of March Madness bracket. And then we get to the end, in the beginning of August, August 2nd, I believe it is, uh, we will be having a uh, grand prize where you get your beer upscaled and brewed by source. You'll get a swag pack. You'll get, uh, you'll get beer. You'll get all kinds of stuff. And the guys at source will brew your beer. So whatever beer wins it, we get to brew your beer, or they get to brew your beer. I get to stand around and watch. I'll help out a little bit. And uh, and you will get your beer uh, put up for sale by source. You get a whole thing. There's all the details are right on our website, am970theanswer.com. Get that entry in by the end of this month, and then get your beer to us by July 4th, and you will get your beer uh, judged by uh, professionals and one fat guy who likes to drink who really needs a haircut. But anyway, uh, moving on, Cape May Brewing do- uh, a Company, uh, they have finally announced Grove, which was a tasting room-only release. It is available in 12-ounce cans throughout New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. Uh, this is, uh, av- again, available uh, throughout the state of New Jersey as well as Pennsylvania and Delaware, wherever Cape May Brewing is sold. Uh, we talked about this uh, particular beer uh, a few about a month ago, it is their citrus shandy. It's brewed with orange, lime, tangerine, and lemon. The Grove is snappy, bright, ridiculously fresh, sweet, and tart. So you can check that out from Cape May. And I believe, I think I said it does come out. It's in 12-ounce cans. So that's really cool. Uh, and White Claw apparently added again two new flavors. There's a twist, though. Pineapple and clementine are only 70 calories. They also have a less alcohol than the other uh, 100-calorie cans. The hard seltzer, uh, of course, debuted in 2016, exploded last summer to the point of a shortage. All 10 flavors fully stocked. The new additions are on shelves now. And finally, Alesmith, uh, our friends from Alesmith Brewing, uh, have uh, teamed up, along with their newly created nonprofit called Anvil of Hope, have teamed up to create Alesmith for Hope Hazy IPA. Uh, the release demonstrates local breweries' tangible commitment to the community as they pour it forward to help frontline workers during the current COVID-19 crisis. Peter Zen, the owner of Alesmith, says, while many brewers are doing their best to manage during this global pandemic, we believe it is our duty to give back to members of the community who are giving it their all during these trying times. It makes perfect sense for us to do what we do best and through that be able to lend a hand to others across the country. Uh, Alesmith collaborated with Anvil of Hope, to donate proceeds of their newly created beer to members of the San Diego community who have been impacted in many different ways by COVID-19. Proceeds from Al Smith for Hope Hazy IPA will go to organizations which support the mission of Anvil of Hope and will be specifically earmarked to help frontline workers and their families. Now, the uh, Hope Hazy IPA, packed with intense aromas of pineapple, citrus, and tropical fruits, it is light-bodied, smooth finish, make this a brew that is perfect for every occasion. Uh, It will be available uh, in July, 
by the uh, by the brewery, and uh, it is a seven and a half percent ABV with a fifteen IBU, so very easy drinking uh, IPA that will help out uh, lots of people, especially frontline workers in San Diego that are battling the COVID-19 crisis. So kudos to Al Smith. That's great. We're trying to get an interview with the folks from Al Smith. Hopefully we can have that sometime in the next couple of weeks. Obviously their Hazy 396 is out, and we will talk to them, of course, about this uh, Hazy IPA uh, that they have coming out called Hope Hazy IPA that is helping to support frontline workers. And then one other thing um, that I wanted to talk about real quick before we go to break Um, You know, there are a lot of breweries that are trying to survive right now. Some of them have closed their doors, but there are a lot of them that are out there that are just trying to survive. And it's interesting when I hear or read comments from people about different breweries. Uh, You know, some of this is about, you know, Source. Some of this is about other breweries as well. Uh, I think what folks fail to or maybe don't seem to understand, uh, uh, Source Brewing puts out two beers every Friday. And within less than five minutes or ten minutes, their beer is sold out. Other places are having the same problem where they they put out a beer and it's sold out in seconds. Um, You have to remember, there's a couple of factors here. One, Source is not a a brewery like a Carton or a Cape May or even a Bolero Snort that has a large production facility, big tanks where they can put large amounts of beer in, right? They're limited in the amount of beer that they can brew. They try to make it fair for everybody, but let's face it. There are beers you're not going to get. I, there are some beers I haven't gotten from Source. There are some beers I haven't gotten from other places simply because they sell out. Twin Elephant is another perfect example. A, a microbrewery that is making a limited amount of beer, and you have to, when you see it, you got to get on it and get it, or otherwise it's sold out, right? And you know what? Uh, you get disappointed, but hey, I move on to the next thing. There are a lot of other options out there. For people to attack breweries or, or have negative comments, I don't know. I just think in this time, it's wrong. If you're able to buy the beer, great. You're helping to support those small that small business to pay for the ingredients that they bought, to pay their employees, to keep them open. You know, if you can't get it from one guy, move on to the next person. You know, move on to the next brewery and buy something from them. That's what you should be doing. Let's lift these people up instead of trying to knock them down all the time. It's not worth it. It really isn't worth it. to me. At least to me, it's not. Hey, if I miss out on a, on a release from a brewery, I miss out. There's plenty of other options out there. And I, I really think sometimes that, that people just don't have the right mindset to this whole thing. The other thing about this, too, and I know we have to take a break here. The other thing is there are a lot more people home now. So there's people sitting in front of their computers that are able to get it because they're right there at 9 o'clock when the beer goes live. you got to remember that. You know, early bird gets the worm. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is something that's going to continue until um, the, the country really opens up in a bigger way. That's just the bottom line. So coming up next, Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster from Founders, is going to join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's fair and 55 degrees. What's going on? We have The Answer. Johnson & Johnson wants to have 1 billion coronavirus vaccines available next year. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Chief Scientific Officer Paul Staffels says preparations for clinical trials are underway and they're expected to start in September. He says that he hopes data is available by the end of the year. Staffels added that it's likely the entire world will need a vaccine for COVID-19. Johns Hopkins University says the virus has now killed more than 280,000 people worldwide. Michigan's attorney general is planning to issue a formal opinion that the Michigan Capital Commission can ban guns 
from Capitol grounds. Dana Nessel made the announcement on Sunday underlying the letter she sent to the commission on Friday. Democratic lawmakers are pushing to have weapons banned after demonstrations, many of whom were armed, protested the governor's state of emergency extension request on April 30th. Nessel called it a scary scene in an interview. In sports, the president of the French Tennis Federation said that the French Open could be held without fans and then pushed back again. He told a French newspaper that organizers have not ruled out any option when it comes to the Grand Slam event, which is scheduled to begin on September 20th, one week after the U.S. Open concludes in New York. Traffic delays, that accident that was on the Garden State Parkway southbound at exit 130 has been cleared. GWB, no reported delays on the upper or lower levels. Lincoln Tunnel inbound operational activity in the south tube blocks the left lane. Outbound in the north tube, operational activity blocks the right lane. The center tube is also closed due to operational activity until further notice. Holland Tunnel's a smooth ride in both directions. Weather for tonight, 20% chance of showers after 2 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy, low 50 degrees. Chance of showers on Monday, maybe even a thunderstorm, high near 61. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970, The Answer. Source Farmhouse Brewery presents the Source First Annual Home Brew Competition. Listen, it's a crazy time right now. You're stuck at home. You're bored. Maybe you're a home brewer. Listen, why not brew your own beer? And better yet... Enter it to win a huge contest. All you got to do is enter by June 28th. The Source Guys and I will select 32 beers to compete in our official Brewers Bracket. No March Madness, no problem. We got your bracket right here. Beers are going to compete head-to-head in a blind taste test competition for three weekends in a row. The winner from each weekend will advance to the championship round, which will be broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. The winner is going to receive a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up and brew their homebrew on the pro level. They're going to go through the process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging. You're going to get to work with the branding and marketing team at Source on naming, label design, and all things release and launch related. Yes, you will get to be featured on one of Source Farmhouse Brewery's can releases. That is awesome. You will also receive the first inaugural Source Pro-Am Home Brewer Cup Trophy, a swag pack, and we're even going to throw in a $200 Source gift card. How about that? Head to am970theanswer.com to enter and sign up before June 28th for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery. It's going to be a blast. 64% of NYC's News Talk listeners agree. AM 970, The Answer, gives you the breaking news, what it means, and why it matters. AM 970, The Answer. Welcome home. Back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer is we continue with the, uh, I, I don't even want to say it's 30-plus years that uh, Queensryche's Operation Mindcrime came out. Uh, back earlier this week, uh, my favorite Queensryche album and one that really changed me. I was, uh, God, a month away from graduating high school, and that album really changed me uh, in, a, in a lot of ways. spoke to me in a lot of different ways, and it is definitely something if you haven't listened to, you should absolutely pick up. Uh, it is it is Queensryche's best album that they ever put out back in 1988. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, 
iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we're on the Hopped Up Network as well. We're also on Radio.com, Alexa Ready, all those things uh, you can check me out on and listen to uh, at your leisure. Now, my next guest, we've had him on the program before. He's the brewmaster of Founders Brewing. He's been brewing for Founders for a long time now. They've consistently put out some amazing beers. Tonight, we're talking with him about a new version of Mas Agave that is hitting the shelves very soon, as well as a beer coming out for this summer, a golden ale that we're going to talk about as well. For more info, you just go to foundersbrewing.com. And let me welcome back to the program Jeremy Kosmicki to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Al. How about yourself? Not not too bad. Trying to make the best of it in this whole new right. new normal coronavirus pandemic, all that other nonsense. But let's jump right into it here. So you got a new version of Masagave. You have the original Masagave is out. Uh, and by the way, thanks, uh, you guys, for sending the samples because I'm staring at both of these bottles right now and can't wait to crack into <laughs> them. But what makes th- this beer different, the Masagave, the new one, uh, from the original version? So yeah, so we kind of took uh, took the theme of you know making a making a drink out of margar or out of a tequila, and so this is another aged in tequila barrel. Uh, it's an imperial goza, but instead of lime this time, we went with grapefruit. So another refreshing citrus citrus flavor. This one's a little more reminiscent of I suppose if you ever had a Paloma uh, tequila and then uh, grapefruit soda with a with a salted rim still. So that was kind of the inspiration behind this. Um, but you know, similar. Uh, it's big. It's barrel aged. It's, it's it's pretty hefty in the alcohol, but it's uh, it's it's refreshing and, and tasty in the summer. I, I've been drinking mine actually over ice, and uh, kind of takes the edge off and makes it even more refreshing. So it's a it's a fun new one. Uh, you know, you mentioned that I know we were part of a, a happy hour a couple of weeks ago, and you were talking about that how you you mix it in with some ice, and you know, <laughs> obviously it's you know one of those blasphemy things. How dare you put ice in beer? But if it takes the edge off a little bit, that's good. So what's the difference in the ABV from the regular Masagave to this one? Um, I think it's I think with uh, this one's a, maybe a couple tenths slower. Um, okay. just yeah, the way it works out. We actually. I'm looking uh, at the little, bottle right now. In there. Yeah, I'm looking at the bottle right now. So Masagave is 10 percent, and this one is 9.7. So a little, little, little less, but still, that's a pretty powerful mm-hmm. beer for a goza. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're talking with Jeremy Kosmicki. He's the brewmaster of Founders Brewing Masagave Grapefruit, hitting the shelves now, as well as Masagave. For more info, just go to foundersbrewing.com. Uh, we're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You've also created some cocktails that go with this beer to kind of mix it up. Obviously, since a majority of the country is under quarantine, uh, talk to me about some of these uh, cocktails. Well, uh, I mean, like I mentioned, one of my favorite things to do is just put it over ice. Uh, we've got some people in the company that like to drink it with a uh, with an extra shot of tequila in there, as if you know, ten percent's not quite enough for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it tastes fun, but uh, we, we had another girl who was uh, blending them up in the blender to make like a slushy drink out of it. So you know, we're just trying to have some fun. But you know, the, the world of beer is uh, it's just a, we're all looking for the next fun thing to do and try to have some. Some fun with things besides, you know, your IPAs and, and the stuff that we drink all the time. But right. um, yeah, why, why not have a little fun with some different flavors and some different ways to go about it? So it's something to you know, change the pace up a little bit, and I like that. I, I like the fa- although you wouldn't know it here in the Northeast this weekend that it's freezing and you know it's it's still you know forty five fifty degrees uh, you know over the weekend. Oh. But obviously the warm weather is coming, so it's nice to be able to mix it up a little bit. Let's talk about another beer, though, that you guys are releasing uh, in early July. I got the press release. Uh, Marvel Roast. 
Uh, so this is uh, going into the limited series lineup. This is an mm-hmm. Imperial Golden Ale, and it's brewed with mm-hmm. coffee. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, this uh, so this idea actually came out of we have a, a taproom over in Detroit also, in addition to that Grand Rapids one, mm-hmm. uh, with its own brewer and uh, you know obviously clientele and stuff. And this idea came from out of there. Um, uh, a, a golden ale. I we were calling it white stout when it first came out. It's kind of got the it's got cocoa nibs, it's got vanilla, and it's got coffee. So it's kind of got the the essence of like a darker beer. But it's in a it's in a pale golden ale, so it's a, it's a, it goes down especially easy. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a hit in the summer. You know, as much as you know, every summer you try to come out, you got these big whether it's barrel aged or the limited series. They're generally big or high alcohol beers. So sometimes it's hard to find a, a beer that fits in the in the summer months, especially. Um, you know, where it gets super hot. But I think this this golden, uh, uh, slightly sweet, it's got milk sugar in it, too. Um, it just really hits the palate nice, almost reminiscent of, like, a, like an ice cream coffee drink or something. Oh, see, now that sounds nice. So that's per- perfect for July. You're kicking back in the uh, in the backyard and something that, you know, because I, I don't mind having a stout in, in warm weather. I know a lot of people just get mm-hmm. turned off by it because they feel, right. you know, it's more for the, for the, uh, for the colder weather. But that's kind of cool to, to have something to drink like that. I want to switch back real quick. And this is coming, again, this, is, this beer is being released in July as part of the Barrel Age series, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a limited series. The yep. limited series, right. Um, and so, Jeremy, uh, now, I didn't know this, but I'm reading the press release. You love Paloma cocktails, right? So oh, yeah. why is, and, and reading in the press release, I didn't realize this, that the Paloma cocktail is more popular in Mexico than the margarita? Yeah, if you read it on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about a Paloma cocktail that, that you're so attracted to? Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of grapefruit. I find it uh, a little more uh, refreshing. Um, it's got a better balance to me of, of, the, of the bitter and the sweet as opposed to, like, uh, the lime or sometimes margaritas. You know, if you don't get a margarita made well, you can get some, some garbage, you know, way too much, like, sweet, sour mix, uh, you know, cheap tequila. But it seems like with a Paloma... You know, if the, if the grapefruit soda is good, you, you, it's hard to screw up. It's harder to screw up a Paloma than it is a margarita. So I, I kind of lean that way when I'm out and about. We're talking with Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster of Founders Brewing. Masagave grapefruit hitting the shelves now. Masagave is also out there as well. And, of course, coming up in July, the Marvel Roast, which is the newest addition to their limited series. Of course, all the info at foundersbrewing.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, I agree with you on the margarita because I love mojitos. And if the mojito mm-hmm. is not made right, I, I hate when bartenders cheapen out and use Sprite as the mix instead of club soda. It's too sweet. It, 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 oh, yeah. Mojito should never be super sweet. It should have a little bit mm. of that sweetness, but enough that you taste the rum and the and the mint and everything else that goes with it. So I'm 100% behind you on that. Now, speaking <laughs> of the pandemic, Jeremy, here in New York and New Jersey, mm-hmm. brewers have continued to operate as the states have allowed home delivery, curbside pickup. It's really helped out uh, a lot of these brewers, obviously, they're still in financial straits, but it's really helped them out a lot in getting their beer out there. How are you guys at Founders holding up during all of this? Well, I mean, obviously, we are, our, our draft, uh, our keg orders are, are nil. There's nothing. Nobody's open. Uh, we had to shut down both our retail operations. Uh, fortunately for us, you know, we, we're pretty heavy in the, in the packaged goods. Uh, you know, we do the 15-pack, which is which is a great value, honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's all day or Centennial or we got Pilsner out now and, and, uh, and Solid Gold comes in a big box. And frankly, that's kind of how people are shopping right now. They're not spending time at the grocery store pondering over which new six-pack they want to get. They're kind of grabbing 
something they know or they're comfortable with, they're familiar with, they know it's going to be quality and, and a good value, and they're grabbing that. So our 15-pack sales are are uh, they're through the roof. They're keeping us really busy. Good. You know, we're we're a little bit limited uh, production-wise. There, we're just trying to obviously put everyone safety first. So right. we're taking measures of trying to get people at the brewery as little as possible. We've got them into segregated teams in case something does happen. We can you know kind of control that a little better. Mm-hmm. But it does put a crimp on how much you know we can actually make a make right now. And uh, and the orders are for are high. So you know we're we're doing the best we can to keep up and and thankful that. We're you know we're still working and uh, and getting dear to the people. Gotcha. And so because of that, you guys really can't get too creative. Like I know that uh, some of the brewers here have been doing more Hellas lagers and and pilsners and stuff that takes a little bit more time to do, so they can let it sit in the tank for a little bit longer in case something happens. So you guys are really focusing on the stuff that you got to get out there in those fifteen packs, so that you can get those those sales moving. And some of the other stuff that you really want to do, you kind of have to put a back burner on. Yeah, I mean, we're still, you know, we got the releases, like, we're, you know, we're going to do, go ahead and do Mar- Marble Roast and, right. uh, and the Grapefruit, even though, you know, it's probably not a great time for a release. It's on the calendar. We have the beer. We're going to get it out there and, and, and uh, probably, you know, l- limit our expectations of, of how well they do. Uh, as far as our tap rooms, though, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get in and work on some projects of innovation projects still. Uh, keep 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 that going because that that doesn't wait either. But um, you know when we get the word and hopefully man hopefully we're back opening up uh, in a month or so. So I'll probably want to start making some beers for the for the taproom reopening here soon. So we have stuff that's ready. Awesome. Uh, but haven't really gotten into that too much yet. Gotcha. And last question for me, Jeremy. And I've been asking this of all the guests over the last uh, six or seven weeks. What are you drinking currently during the downtime? A lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the standard answer from everybody. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't really, you know, I didn't. I, I I was drinking a lot before this quarantine, but I don't know something now. It's like, especially in those early weeks, the uh, the quarantine hangover is a real life thing at my house. Every morning I'd wake up and be like, Jesus, what did I do last night? I was just sitting at home, crushing beers and switching to liquor too early. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, that's, you know, what can you do? I mean, you know, sometimes know. it's not enough just to have, and you know, the other thing is, yeah, you have two, three, and then you go, you know what, I'm home. It's not like I got to get behind the wheel or anything. <laughs> oh. Four, five, six more. It's all right. I'm home, you know, so I yeah. get it. My guest has yeah. been Jeremy Kuzwicki. He's the brewmaster of Founders Brewing. Masagave grapefruit hitting the shelves now. Uh, the Marvel Roast will be hitting the shelves Come this July. For more info on all of those beers, just go to foundersbrewing.com. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Uh, great to talk to you. Take care, my friend. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We know we are locked in a culture war in this country. Forces that want to destroy what we believe in are fighting hard for their side. It's not an exaggeration to call this an existential threat to the future of America. 2020 will be a decisive year. This radio station encourages every listener to engage in this fight. It ends at the voting booth, but only if you are registered to vote. If you aren't, go do it today. Save America. Yeah, it's that important. AM 970, The Answer. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? 
Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Confused about Corona? Then listen to Pandemic 2020 for news and updates. Got a question? Submit it online at am970theanswer.com or call 877-970-2999 during the program and talk to the experts. It's Pandemic 2020, weekday mornings at 9 as part of the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, helping your body help itself. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, the final segment of the program, as always, suds and duds. I don't believe in love. From the album from Queensrÿche, Operation Mind Crime, uh, probably their their. I don't know if it was their biggest selling album, but probably their greatest album that they ever put out uh, back in uh, the beginning of May of nineteen eighty eight, and an album that that kind of changed me in terms of uh, music. It was a very powerful album. I was going through a rough patch in my senior year of high school, the last couple of months of high school, and this album kind of really crystallized a lot of different things, put me on a, a little bit of a different path, and um, I, I'm not ashamed to admit that it was a dark time at that moment when uh, I was getting ready to graduate high school. So uh, this was an album that kind of um, kind of woke me up a little bit and uh, didn't really get to see them in concert until... A few years later, they'd opened for Metallica. They still weren't headlining. And um, we went backstage and got to meet them. I remember bringing the jewel case of this CD uh, to the concert. All the band members signed it. I still have it, except for Jeff Tate. Apparently, Jeff Tate didn't meet with fans before the show. I'd gotten backstage passes. My first radio job uh, at the old WNEWFM, the place where rock lived. Metallica and Queensryche, uh, we got tic- free tickets. I, I, I remember they gave, they gave us... They must have given us like 10 or 15 tickets. I took everybody to the show. It was amazing. And we got to meet the band backstage. So it was a pretty cool moment. But a great album back in 1988. I still listen to it to this day. And when you listen to it, it's one of those things you have to listen cover to cover. You can't just listen to, you know, a couple of songs of it or whatever. You've got to listen to the whole thing. Let's dive into Suds and Duds here. Uh, our, our, as usual, our final segment of the program every week. Uh, we took a ride down to Carton Brewing last Friday and picked up not only did I pick up pronounced Peart, the, uh, a second version of the Rush beer that Augie Carton had put out, uh, but also he had told me get the wedge issue, the Galaxy Nelson Imperial Oat Wheat Pale Ale uh, that he had put out. And boy, let me tell you something, was Augie 100% right. A big hazy, lots of, lots of citrus, but not super acidic, which was great. It was fantastic. Kudos to you, um, Augie. I think this is the best hazy IPA that he's made so far. And I know he doesn't like to make them. Or not, not that he doesn't like to make them. It's just not a style that he drinks. 
I think. And so it really spot on, and I really enjoyed it. And then I followed up by buying a four-pack of the pronounced Peart. Fresh batch, still a banging beer. Uh, it's just the perfect lager with that little bit of lime zest that's in there. It is just a great beer. In fact, I'm saving a can for a friend of mine. Uh, she is a frontline worker, my friend Teresa, who works out in York, Pennsylvania. She's a nurse, uh, and she wanted a, a can of this. Uh, or at least to be able to purchase a four-pack. Not sure when she's going to make it up towards the Jersey way, but I said, Teresa, I got a can for you. I'll have it sitting in the fridge. Uh, when you make it up this way, it is yours. Uh, as we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Sour Pasture Calves. This is the sour that Bolero put out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my wife li- really likes sour, so it was something that I got for her. This is the peach strawberry raspberry version. And my wife, the first glass that she poured out, I couldn't believe it. It is like a, um, I ended up pouring a half a can from my, actually, she drank about 12 ounces out of the can. I had the other four ounces, full full disclosure. This is like a thick smoothie that's sour. It was amazing. So much so that we went back to Bolero the following week because they were coming out with the uh, one of the Rainbow releases, and we'll get to that in a second, and uh I ended up buying another four-pack of this. That's how good it is that I wanted another four-pack of it, so I was very happy with it. Uh, Had my last can of blueberry milkshake by Source. Such a good beer. That's definitely one that they need to make again, Um, a a very milkshake IPA, Uh, just a really good beer. And the the way it pours out in that kind of violet-purple hue, fantastic. Finished up a last can of uh, the Coles from Wet Ticket. Uh, an excellent beer, great starter beer for people. If you were getting into craft beer, Col- the the Coles from Wet Ticket goes great with a lot of different foods. You can have it with a hamburger and fries, hot dogs. You can even have it with chili. Uh, you can definitely mix it with a, a bunch of different dishes, and it is a fantastic uh, starter beer. So the Double Rainbow Wild Cherry by Imprint and uh, Bolero is a collaboration. This is, without a doubt, liquid wild cherry Skittles. Unbelievable beer. Uh, bought two growlers of it, uh, or crowlers of it, excuse me. Uh, we, my wife and I finished one off. We still have a second one. Uh, they came out with one this past weekend with strawberry, which I didn't go for um, just because I have so much beer in my refrigerator. I have to kind of cut back a little bit on what I'm purchasing. Uh, so I'll miss out on that one, but I, I'm pretty sure they're doing a double rainbow 12 or 16 ounce can release. Uh, in the coming weeks. So hopefully once we get that information, we will get it to you. But what a fantastic sour beer. My neighbor had put in an order for Bolero and got a crowler of Raspberry Double Pineapple Express Bullazed. And this is a big raspberry hit right off the top. I mean, just the moment you crack the can, you can smell it. Uh, and that raspberry just kind of blends perfectly with the pineapple. A delicious uh, cow, or as they call it, excuse me, a cowler. Uh, excellent beer. Uh, loved it very much. Then for Cinco de Mayo... Uh, on our Suds and Duds segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I was going to have a pronounced uh, appear because of that lime in the, the lager, but uh, I had forgotten that Stone had sent me a couple of cans of Buena Vesa, uh, the salt and lime lager from them, and so I had two cans still left in the fridge, cracked one of them. This is a great, it's a really nice, easy drinking lager. You got that bit of lime in there, a little bit of salt, but the lime and the salt don't overpower the beer taste. That's the one thing that I don't like when people are putting... I don't want to say artificial flavors, but putting in flavors in beer, and sometimes they go a little heavy. The lime and the salt complement this beer perfectly because you just get a taste of it. You get the lime, you get a little bit of the salt. That's what you want out of a beer. You don't want it to be too overpowering with the other ingredients, and then you get, you know, it's almost like 
What what do people joke about? I want beer flavored beer. Well, that's kind of what you want here. You want it to taste like a beer with the other added elements in it. And Stone's Buena Vista, uh definitely hits the mark for it. And it's a great summer beer. Very, very refreshing. Uh, as I mentioned in our uh, previous news segment before we talked to Jeremy Kosmicki, Alesmith had come out with their Hazy 394. I think I said 396. It's 394 because obviously, of course, it's after Tony Gwynn's uh, batting average. So they had sent me two cans of this. Uh, this is a nice... Uh, pale ale that has a great bite to it, but a lot of tropical fruit flavor on it. Smooth on the finish. Really, really nice. I'm very glad that I have two cans of this so I can enjoy another can uh, down the road. But thanks to the good folks from Alesmith um, for sending that along. Twin Elephant came out with their version of All Together. I uh, was able to score a four-pack of this. Uh, picked it up uh, earlier this week. And uh, got a chance to crack one on uh, Wednesday night, I think this was, that I had this. Really enjoying each version of this beer. There is some subtle tweaks to each one, but in this one, in the, in, in the Twin Elephants version, I didn't really get too many tweaks out of it. I think they kept straight to the, uh, to the recipe from other half. Um, some of them have made it a little bit juicier. Some of them have made it a little bit hazier. Um, and you get some subtle little differences here and there, but not so much with this one from Twin Elephant. If you do get a chance... Uh, to try it, I absolutely encourage uh, that you that you try it. I know that some people uh, have been doing like they've getting they're getting a couple of versions of the beer. Maybe Chig is doing a version, maybe uh, Jug Handles doing a version. I know Wet Ticket is coming out with a version in a couple of weeks, and they're kind of you know side by siding it. I don't really want to do that because I I think it kind of it ruins it. Drink the one that comes out the one week. When you move on to the next week, you drink the other one. If you want to do a comparison from there, you can. But I think in lieu of having a slew of people around you to kind of taste them. It's, it's to me at least, is a little difficult to kind of compare. And then finally, um, this past Thursday, uh, finally got a chance to pick up Peaches and Cream, the Milkshake IPA by Source. I, I had ordered it last week and forgotten. I was going to go down over the weekend and get it, and I just completely forgot. And uh, got it by Thursday before they were going to put it back up for sale. This is one of the best milkshake IPAs that they've done. Liquid Peaches and Cream. Smooth, delicious. I had gone out for a long walk. I came back because it was the one nice day of the week that you could really get out and exercise. Oh my goodness! Like a, a just again, like liquid peaches and cream. I don't want to say it was a smoothie because it wasn't. You know, the the uh, uh, the sour pasture calves is more of a smoothie because it was of a thicker consistency. But the, the smell of the peach and you just just everything about it is perfect. And I'm glad I got in, and their new release this week, I think they were doing the Strawberry Kiwi Milkshake, uh, which I didn't buy because I've had that already. Wanted to give somebody else a chance at getting that. But one of the other single silo series, the new one that they came out with, um, I I got a four-pack of that, and sometime uh, this week I will go down and pick that up. But, boy, I'll tell you, the Peaches and Cream Milkshake IPA is fantastic. I can't wait for when we are a little bit more past this, and we get some breweries that are going to open. And look, it's a new reality now. We're in a new normal where breweries are not going to be able to open to their capacity. If you can hold 75 in your brewery, they're going to tell you it's going to be 25, maybe 30. Uh, it's going to be difficult. But you have to keep supporting these businesses. If they're putting cans of beer out there, if they're releasing stuff, try and buy them. A lot of places are doing delivery now. Icarus is now doing Saturday deliveries to Clark, New Jersey. That's kind of scary for me because I love Icarus, and if they're going to be delivering, ooh, my bank account's going to take a hit. That's for sure. The more that you support these guys, the more that they will stay open. Hopefully the legislation we talked about 
earlier in the show will pass in one way or another. I hope it's permanent, if, even if it's temporary after the pandemic is over. I, I think it's important. It will help support not only breweries, not only distilleries, but it will support restaurants as well, and that is key. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guest, Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster for Founders, and of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.